This episode contains discussions of rape and violence against women and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you like some murder with your coffee? so much for tuning in today. Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm Brenna. And I'm Amanda. And today it would be my honor to bring you the story of Mary Vincent. All right. I'm so excited about this story. Yes. Uh, this is a story that has stood out to me. I listen to a lot of true crime, and this is one that has stuck with me uh, a lot. So I'm really excited to bring this to all of you. Mary Vincent was the middle child of seven, born into a family with fairly strict household rules. Her parents went through a messy divorce when she was just getting into her formative teenage years. One day, at age 15, her sister told her that uh, their father was having one of his migraines again, and he's super mad at her, and so she better run, basically, before she gets beaten. Oh. Yeah, so that was their dynamic. So some sources say that she went to live with her boyfriend in Sosalito, California, but he was actually arrested on rape charges of another girl. What? Yeah, and she found out while she was living there, so she got out of there pretty quickly. Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, All right, so Mary says she was living behind dumpsters on the streets when she decided to make the journey to see her grandfather in Los Angeles. It was on one leg of her journey in 1978 in the San Francisco Bay Area where she met Lawrence Singleton. Now, there were two other hitchhikers with Mary when the van rolled up. They even told her to stay with them. They were like, no, it's, it's fine. You should just you know, hang out with us for the night. It'll be okay. Um, because they really got bad vibes from this guy. But Mary says that she was just way too exhausted. Her dire need to just get somewhere safe was greater than her fear for this guy who honestly looked like her grandpa. Eventually, uh, Mary felt safe enough to nod off. And when she woke up, they were in a very rural area that she didn't really recognize. She started to feel uneasy, and that's when she looked down and noticed that her shoe was untied. Oh. Yeah, so she thought to herself, uh, I better tie this in case I need to run. So Singleton pulled over to a rest stop, said he needed to use the restroom. And when they got out, Mary immediately bent down to tie her shoe and was struck over the head with a sledgehammer. Shh. Oh, oh no. No. Grandpa, no. Never know. When she woke up. When she woke up, she was tied up in the back of the van. Throughout the night, Singleton raped her repeatedly, um, and she just kept begging him to set her free. How old was she again? Fifteen. Fifteen. Holy. Okay. Mary says she looked, uh, Mary says he looked at her and said, you want me to set you free? I'll set you free. And he proceeds to cut off Mary's left arm with a hatchet. Whoa! This is a, let's see, this is a actual quote. No! No! Quote, he took my left arm and took one swing, and I started to fall. And then he took another swing, and I grabbed his arm, grabbed it real tight, and I couldn't figure it out. 
I'm holding him real tight on his arm, but I'm still falling. So after the fall, she looked over to him and saw him frantically shaking his arm, flicking it repeatedly. Because Mary's severed arm still had him in her grip. Shut the fuck. Shut (laughs) up. So after this, Mary was lying there, bleeding out. Uh, She said she could feel everything, the heat from the blood pouring Mm -hmm. out of her, the searing pain from what was left of her arms. So Singleton, thinking Mary was dead, threw her off a 30-foot cliff. What the fuck? Yeah. As Mary laid at the bottom of the ravine, she started to get very cold. And a voice in her head told her she couldn't fall asleep. She had to get up and climb. So not wanting to lose any more blood, Mary jammed her stumps down into the dirt. Now, it was just dry dirt, but there was so much blood that it basically made mud to help stop the bleeding. How smart a 15-year-old to do that. I, I, that's I, insane. I never would have thought of that, ever. No. <laughs> Crazy. You know, and like, what? And she's 15. And then he, he throws, she's 15. That's like what I just keep thinking is like 15-year-olds. Just throwing one off a cliff after, like, chopping both of its arms off. What a, what a way to be. What a dude, right? What a dude. What a grandpa. What, what an actual peepaw. What a peepaw. Pee-paw. <laughs> <laughs> an so, then, uh, so then she starts her long journey upwards. She said she could hear traffic in the distance, and so that she just kept following the sounds. That was the only way she knew how to get anywhere. Oh, and did I mention that she had broken ribs on the way down as well? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, <laughs> right? I can't even imagine being okay. thrown that far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought, because she's lucky because she had her legs. I don't think she would have, like, made it at all. Oh, like if her legs were broken? Yeah. yeah you think you're right. Yeah. And adrenaline yeah, only gets you so far. Yeah, because she couldn't, that was the only thing she could do to, like, get herself up, up. Yeah. Because Drag she doesn't have anything to hold. Damn. <sighs> so... She gets to the top of the 30-foot cliff, makes her way out into the road. She's trying to flag down a car while naked and holding both arms over her head to desperately salvage whatever muscle she had left, right? Because if she holds her arms down, gravity will just take it out. You have to hold any big cut above your heart. Right, to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Exactly. If you have, like, big, huge cuts like that. Let the record state that we all put our hands up at that moment. <laughs> yeah. You can't see us right We're now. A lot of our arms are here. in the air. <laughs> Wave them around like you just don't care. Like you just oh, don't geez. care. <laughs> so, uh, the, all right. So the first car to see her was a red convertible sports car with two gentlemen inside. And they took one look at her and promptly sped away. Oh, my God. Gentlemen. Uh, yeah, it's a gentleman. Well, Okay. Honestly, think about that. Okay, I would stop because holy shit. No matter how Silent Hill that feels or that that this looks like, right. I still would would it's, absolutely stop. But it's one of those things where because I think about these things all the time too. Like you say, you want to help, would you? I would. I mean, looking at her, obviously she's not going to do you any damage. I would grab her, mm-hmm. shove her in the car, but bolt because if someone is behind her, her, oh shit, yeah, you there's have a leather face that somewhere. Her. That's like what I would think. I'm like, this is I'm witnessing a movie happen, like. This isn't real. This is it. Yeah. This is I think it. also who's gonna play me in this movie? I think also, I think also, um, it it probably has a lot to do with if I saw a naked woman, I'd be much more like, holy shit, get in the car. If there versus like a naked man, like 
I would be scared <laughs> too. I'd still want to help, but like I think I think I I'm not as afraid of her well, as I would yeah. be of a naked man, I guess. So yeah. I'd be like, get the fuck in the car. They're like not you're not gonna do anything. Yeah. Physically threatening. And yeah. She also has no arms, so it's like Oh, baby, let me help you. Yes, I oh, wonder. God. I think I would start panicking because I don't know what I wouldn't know what to do. I'm like, I'm calling nine one one immediately because like I don't know how else yeah, I'd be to like, help. I'm not a nurse. <laughs> this 15 year old already knows more than I do about first what aid. Year was like this? she's already cauterized her own 78? wounds. And- what 78. Year was this? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So you could. 78. It's not like I could like call from my car oh, even. I'd ha- I right. would just have to. Right. This person would just be in my car telling me what happened until so we that's, got. So and oh, that's man. exactly it. So so the next car, uh, luckily, was a couple, and they were on their honeymoon, and they just happened to have gotten lost. Uh. Like, can you talk about fate? Where it's like, no, Mary, you weren't gonna die. I'm gonna make sure that these people who just got lost. married, Mary. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Nah. <laughs> uh, and then. Right. But anyway, but so they whisk her away to the nearest hospital. Fuck, so just how would you even know how to get to a hospital? No, they were lost. Right. You know. Fuck. That's so mm-hmm. much. So much had to happen for her to continue on. So that's it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. So, long story short, six months later, Mary takes the stand and tells her recollections of the events, and Singleton is convicted. Good. Good. Well. Good for her. But, but. he's only sentenced to 14 years. What? Even though the judge was quoted saying that if he could have, he would have uh, put Singleton away for the rest of his natural-born life. So it must have been some type of legal technicality because she didn't she actually didn't die. die oh my, oh my god. god i hate that kind of shit and it was the 70s so oh, they haven't even gotten, yeah, they haven't really even gotten into like the heat of serial killers yet right right true. sexy 80s the oh sex- the sexy yeah. 80s mm. Mm. so all right this injustice though uh is what led to the passing of the singleton bill which denies the early release of criminals who use torture in their crime and allows for a 25 to life sentence. So even though those people didn't die, if you torture someone, you're going to get 25 to life. Yeah, that takes a specific type of planning. Right. Even if it's not planned, it's like, like personality. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you've had those thoughts. People, you don't just, like, there's a lot of progression in that. Like, is there more information on this guy? Did he have any other, like, like was they like, ooh, he tortured animals, animals as a as a child and his siblings uh, I, thought he was a psychopath or you honestly know. i'm gonna be real i got to a point where i'm like fuck this guy fuck this, this guy, episode's yeah. not about yeah. him and You're i right. didn't look up his fucking childhood because i don't give a shit yeah fuck that however guy. Right. uh we will go on to talk about what happens to him Ooh. okay mm-hmm. that's actually necessary to the story all right so um <laughs> the gem that he is as singleton's being taken away in court he is quoted saying to mary i'll finish the job if it takes me the rest of my life oh what Whoa. What? What? Did he? Whoa. (laughs) He was like an actual man villain. You know what? You cut off somebody's arm, like, like both of their arms like that, and then have one, like, attached to you, that's a changed man. (laughs) He's now, if he wasn't a a total off the deep end cold person before, after doing something like that and driving away, I'm just wondering what his drive was like after throwing this girl off a cliff getting back in the car and driving did he Hover turn on the radio blood. he's like i'm gonna go get mcdonald's like Probably. yeah like what was that like mm. like what's that what are those thoughts that he has after that like hmm time to listen to some credence clear water <laughs> 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 mm. time for some b12 
Beatles. I have yep. my good old. Is Enya on? Let's listen you to it. Sail away. A McFlurry. Yeah, what the hell? M&M's tonight, guys. What a crazy thing to say to somebody. To their face. I guess if he's like, I'm going to jail anyway, I might as well just say something terrible. I guess. He took everything else from her. Seems like a real stand-up dude, so. And he's already older when this happens, so he kind of is like, fuck it, I got nothing else to lose. Oh my god. Alright, so and because there is really no justice in the world, oh no. Singleton only ends up serving eight of those years. Oh my god. What? <laughs> yeah. Mary would go on to win a civil judgment of two point five six million in a civil case against Singleton, but would be unable to collect because he has nothing to his name. Ah, oh, that's crap. Why did he get out early? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know, the, but I do remember seeing, like, it just said that he got paroled, but uh. I remember reading something where <laughs> a straight up therapist was like, um, I do believe he will offend again. I do believe he is still <laughs> angry and would take this out on someone else. And he was definitely still released. Interesting. Probably overcrowding, things like that. Mm. And his age. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, know. also the older you get, the more expensive it is to keep you alive. So if he's older and if he needs like medications or other stuff, like if he dies there, that costs money. So they'd rather, especially if it's like a private prison, they'll just like, Mm. if it's not any skin off their back and he was only going to get let out early anyway, or if he's only serving a certain amount. Anyways, it's curious. (sighs) All right. But it's not all bad news. Oh, yeah. All right. So. In 1988, so 10 years, ten years later, at age 25, Mary uh, was married to a boss of a landscaping crew named Matthew. Aww. Uh, I guess it was in, like, this beautiful little backyard wedding, and, like, she was living in the basement of this really nice family. They had this really nice home, and they just did it in their backyard, and they had, like, 65 people, mm-hmm. and just, like, one or two news outlets were the only people allowed to be there. Um, so, and because, like, their new last name was never released. In fact, Mary's attorney worked really hard to make sure that Mary's driver's license and marriage license were sealed to the public. Oh, cool. oh that's good. So everyone can just leave her alone. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, and it's actually really incredibly heartwarming. Apparently, the entire town protects Mary, and they won't allow outsiders to get to her. Like, people come looking for her, and they're like, nope, I don't know who you're talking about. She didn't live here. I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here, guys. Like, a whole town is like, she's been through enough. Yeah, leave her okay. alone. Yeah. yeah. I really like that because that's – I feel like that's important for her to be able to move on with her life, right? Like, she doesn't need right. – You need a support system. And she's yeah. got a whole freaking – literally a whole village. Mm-hmm. It takes a village. And she got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. And she gets to choose her narrative. It's not like people coming out and, like, making her talk. She gets to talk when she wants to talk. Yeah. That's right. awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they invited who they wanted to mm-hmm. talk to at their wedding. She was willing to give out X amount of information. Um. And, I mean, she is such a, a positive light. She has these these prosthetic arms. They aren't even the best she can afford. But she likes to tinker like her father, she said. So, apparently, she's customized them to her liking. So, she <laughs> bought just, like, kind of old, whatever, like the ones with the claws. And then she has tinkered and customized them. Wow. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Right. And not Good only that, but she goes on to become a really sought-after painter. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. She does all kinds of commissioned pieces, and they're beautiful. I found a bunch of them online, and I actually found a phone number to order from her in an article, but it was an old article. Mm. I'm sure it's an old number. And I also was like, even if this is her number, I'm not going to call her because I'm going to leave her alone. But also to have an original Mary Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. How like, cool I just feel like the, like the energy that would come from that painting 
would be phenomenal. Yeah. This badass lady painted this with a prosthetic <laughs> hands <laughs> after she got him fucking caught up and climbed up. And I'm sorry. I'm that's, sorry. This is how I talk about her, this woman. Like, okay. I, like sh- it blows me away I like purposefully did not look her up before you said you were going to do an episode about her because I just can't I can't even fathom or imagine I can't f- f- that fathom imagine mm-hmm. that kind of experience at 15 years old I was such a dummy at 15 yeah and turning your life around becoming a painter I mean she of course obviously does like talks and everything like that right and- and she's in control of the narrative, like you yeah. said, Nicole, which is so important. That's so important for, like, healing and stuff, too. What a crazy, incredible story. And so this guy got out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So remember when I said it wasn't all bad news? <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. So then in 1997, in Tampa, Florida, a painter was working when he noticed a commotion going on in a nearby house. And he looked over to see a naked man covered in blood, stabbing a naked woman's lifeless body repeatedly. <gasps> what? He told the 911 operator that he could hear the bones crunching <gasps> with each stab of the knife. Shut the entire fuck up. Are you? What? Did he do this? What? Did he do another murder? Did he make okay. another? Wow, so, so here's weird. what's crazy because, okay, and this is just off the top of my head that I remember. So he's only in Florida because, like, they tried to let him out after that eight years, and the whole town was like, not here. He's not going to fucking stay here. And everyone around there was like, nope, nope, nope. And he stayed, what, on the grounds of San Quentin in a trailer? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, until, and then they moved him. He eventually went to Florida because, like, it's Florida. It's Florida. Yeah, it's the Florida. Only we'll place, take anyone. The only place that would take him. Yeah. Fuck. The penis of America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So the victim was 31-year-old mother of three, Roxanne Hayes, who was just trying to make some money to feed her kids. Uh, let's see. Um, Singleton made it look like he was going for his wallet, but instead he began stabbing Roxanne repeatedly. What the fuck? So she was a sex worker. He came and he had said that he was going to pay her $20. So it's like, it just makes me sick to think that you think someone's life is worth $20. $20. $20. And that someone was in that kind of position that $20 was going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, of course, he later went on to try and say that she stabbed him first, and it was an act of self-defense. However, there was the eyewitness that obviously the saw de- him standing over a lifeless body repeatedly stabbing it. So his story did not hold up at all. But during the trial, Mary Vincent flew from California yes, she to did. Florida to take the stand against Yes, Sanchez. she sure she as did. fucking yes, hell she did. did. She wanted to make sure that Roxanne was given a voice and that Larry would never see the light of day again. Oh, Fuck yes! Fuck you, Larry! <laughs> so, on April 14th, 1998, Singleton was sentenced to death. Uh, but before justice could be served, he died from cancer in his jail cell at the age of 74. Ha ha! Cancer! <laughs> His cells betrayed him. They were like, nope. He got betrayed by his cells in his cell. Damn. Suck it, Singleton. (laughs) Suck it, Singleton. Uh, What a big old dick. All right, go ahead. Big old dick. I mean, (laughs) mean, that's fine. I mean, I could go on about Mary's life, her her kids, etc. But, like, I feel like the whole point is that she wants us to leave her personal life alone. So I'm not going to really go on. I'm not going to talk about that. Just know that she is 
she has survived she is thriving and that's all we need to know so i want to like uh, i think though i'd like to leave us with a quote from mary oh yes so uh she said most people if they ever put their mind in the position where something like this had happened to them they'd probably still be in the hospital now being a big vegetable but i've accomplished so much in my life i need to share that letting them the public know that this isn't going to get me down and that nothing will yeah. Oh. That's the story of Mary Vincent. That's oh. amazing. Holy shit, Mary Vincent. What are, what? Just made a gumption? That's gall? <laughs> That's moxie? That is moxie, right? That's moxie, fucking chutzpah? Heard of it. chutzpah? That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that, Amanda. Thank you for yeah. letting me share that. Oh my Dude. gosh. I love the story of Mary Vincent. I think it's amazing. You've said things that I didn't know, so that's amazing. Like, hey. even there's more information. What I love, though, so this was the first story that on that little calendar that I have, guys, the crime calendar that started this whole podcast. Yeah. That was the first one. That oh. was January 1st this was Mary reason, Vincent. This story is the reason we, we came up with this podcast because, yeah, you Mar- Marco Poloed us in the morning and you were like, hey, I got this really cool calendar for Christmas. Is that what I, I sound like? <laughs> no, not at all. Shit, don't tell her. Don't tell her that she sounds like a cartoon bear. Sounds like that to me. <laughs> yeah, that's, everybody sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> you all sound like weird cartoon characters. No, but uh, you were like, oh, if you heard of Mary Vincent, and I remember I wrote back and was like, Mary, Mary. <laughs> Let her tell you about her. And then, of course, I didn't even have all of this information then when yeah. I told the story. And we were like, wait, that's a, let's do this. We should let's just do this. Do we talk this. about this all the time? Yes. I'm so, we talk thank about you. This with microphones? Oh, yeah. Do other people want to hear us talk about this? <laughs> and then here we are. Here we are. And then now we, they do. They do. Like you, you want to hear us talk about this. Yes. We yeah, with your with and your own cups of coffee, maybe. Yes, or with whatever the coffee. What, a, what an incredible cup of coffee that we get to have with this Mary Vincent story. <laughs> yes. So what are your what are your uh, your your final sips? Oh, final sips. Yeah. Um, final sips for me is uh, when you have a very large cut um please put it above your heart whether if it's so if it's like your arm like if your arm gets cut off mm-hmm. put your arm up above <laughs> your head <Roller> coaster. <laughs> like it has both hands up both and hands. actually her feet are also kind of up suspended in the air. <laughs> yeah Just so if you all like if a foot gets cut off something you want to elevate for 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 bleeding sake just for- putting that out there that's my final <laughs> sip Elevate, elevate for, for bleeding, bleeding sake. sake. Yeah, elevate for <laughs> like bleeding that. sake. All right, that's going to be the next enamel on the hat. That's great. <laughs> elevate it. for bleeding Nicole? sake. How about you guys? Uh, let's see. My final sip is just like, you know, you can do amazing things when you just listen to your instincts and just go. And like the things she was able to accomplish at such a, you know, a young age is incredible. And it just shows how strong you can be and how strong you can be as a person. I'm just truly inspired by her. So that's my final sip. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, y'all know how I feel about her. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, she's the ultimate survivor, the ultimate badass. I mean, if you can survive, it's one of those things that I think about. Literally, when I'm having a hard day, I'll be like, yeah, but Mary Vincent had both of her fucking arms cut off right after she was sexually assaulted. Climbed up a mountain. She freaking climbed up a mountain with her stumps. So, so can I. Yeah. Ain't no mountain high. Ain't no mountain, Ain't no mountain low. Ain't no- nope. <laughs> All right. All right, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you everybody for joining us today. And this- for joining us every week. Um, 
Morning, Morning Murders. <laughs> Have a murder you like to talk about over coffee? We would love to hear about it. Email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. In today's show notes, you can find our cited research as well as a few of our favorite mental health resources.